Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I got a tweet the other day uh, when Steve Harvey used to get to preaching. I used to just turn the radio off. But now it's different. Old dude be bringing it. He be bringing the truth. I appreciate that. You know, man, when I was younger, man, when I when I wanted to do what I wanted to do, man, I just, man, I didn't want to hear nothing else. I, I, I didn't want to hear nothing that contradicted what I wanted to do. You know, so it's a funny thing, man, about me, man. I was, I would hear the truth. I would know it to be the truth. But because I had another plan, another mission, another goal, another set of dues I wanted to get done, I didn't want to hear that. You know, so funny thing, man, is like... <laughs> Like when I was a little boy and I used to get scared sometime at night, you know, the booger man. So I thought that if I just pulled the blanket up over my head, that that meant that the, if I can't see the booger man, he can't see me. That's the theory. That's an ostrich, you know, sticking his head in the sand thinking, wow, if I don't see this dude, he can't see me. A lot of ostriches done died with their head stuck in the sand. I just didn't want to be one of them people that left this world with my head in the sand. But uh, I just wanted to say, man, this morning that uh, <sighs> quit talking about change. Y'all listening? Because cause, cause this is real right here. Quit talking about change and let's make a change. You know, man, I don't... I, I don't mind giving people advice. I really, I really, really don't because so many people 
along the way have handed it to me freely, man. Some people just saw me doing wrong and say, young man, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Some people say, hey, bro, look, man, I, I know what you're trying to do. Man, it wouldn't. have you thought about it this way? So I've had a lot of favor in my life, a lot of grace been shown on me, a lot of mercy, a lot of people that came to me, helped me along the way. So I don't have no problem with this part of what, what, I'm, what I'm obligated to do in the mornings. But let's quit talking about change, y'all, and let's make a change. See, change is growth, and ain't no growth without change. You got people, man, you ever met a person that's just insistent on doing it their way? I mean, nobody in the building think they should go that way, but they so boneheaded. Oh, this is how I'm going to do it. But, bro, listen to me, man. That ain't how it's done. You're going to run into this, this, this. I'll show you. Wait a minute, man. You, you, you can't do it that way, man. If you are sick and tired of where you are, then you have to change. Change can only come from within. Can nobody make you change? Now, we got a penal system in place that can make you sit down if you don't want to change. We'll sit you down and we'll restrict your movement and your communication to the point where if you want to continue this foolishness, we're going to put you in this building with a whole lot of people that's foolishness. And y'all just trick each other all day long. But if you are sick and tired of your situation, pray for it. Pray for change. Ask God to help you change. Ask God what he want for you instead of always telling God what you want. It's an interesting prayer to have with God. When you quit going to God with your list and check in with God and see what his list is, that's a very interesting prayer. If, if you're a praying person, I suggest you try that sometime. It's so interesting, man. Do you know what it did for me when I started asking God what he wanted for me instead of telling God all the time? I still tell him what I want, but I, I, instead of all the time going to him with what I want, you know what it did for me? It freed me up. It took a lot of pressure off. I no longer had to think of everything. And what I was thinking of a lot of times wasn't working no way. And when I opened myself up to what he wanted, to what his will was, Man, do you know how much simpler my life got? And do you know how much bigger it got? I'm trying to tell you, man, if you pray for change and you allow God to help you with the change, or if you let God just produce the change, the change in you will be amazing. If you've been listening to me, out, especially out in L.A., since I was on the radio since 2000, can't you hear the change? <laughs> I'm flat out telling you that a change has come. But I had to pray for the change because I couldn't make the change on my own. And then after you pray for the change, you got to work towards your change. You know, there's a, faith without works is dead. Everybody wants something from God, always want to talk to God about something. But then, man, ain't, 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 don't, don't want to do nothing about it. Faith without works is dead. You can't do it that way, man. It just does not happen. So, so after you done prayed to God about it, what you got to do then is you got to turn around and go, hey, man, all right, now, what is it I got to do? You know, you got to do something to bring it about. So after you pray for it, work for it, and do something today about it. Stop procrastinating. Don't procrastinate, folks. The change can start today. Man, I want to change. How about today? You know, then you see the same people, man, I want to change. That's next week. How about today? 
I see people years later, man, I'm still in this same old situation, man. I'm going to do something. How about today? Today is a good day. There's nothing stopping you from changing today. Nothing except you. You can begin the process of change immediately. And change is growth, y'all. And ain't no growth without changing. It's a simple thing. And I'm talking to you in broad strokes because everybody got something about them they need to change. That's why I'm not specifically talking about anything. I got some things in me that need to change so I can grow further. Everybody has something about them that they need to change in order to grow further and then go further. Now, what's stopping you is you won't start the change today. Don't hesitate. Make that change. And then I want you to watch something. When you change, watch the difference in you. Notice the difference in you. Feel the difference in you. And guess what? You're going to be different. If you're watching for the change, if you feel in the change, then guess what? You're going to be different, man. Watch for the difference. Feel the difference. You'll be different. If you're sick and tired of your situation, folks, you can change that. But the change is in you. It's a simple decision you have to make. I'm going to change. The change is up to you. You can decide today if you want to change, you want to be different. If you're sitting behind the wall, I love speaking to the brothers and sisters behind the wall. If you're behind the wall, man, and you're sick and tired of being behind the wall, man, why don't you change? You ever thought about that? Change. Man, if I get back out there, I'm going to just do the same thing. Stop saying that. Stop breathing that negativity into your life. Decide today that you want to change. You can do it. Everybody can change. If you don't know how to change, pray for it, man. Ask God to help you with the change. Oh, you get some movement then, partner. You get a whole lot of movement then. All right? Let's ride. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. The morning show is about to begin. We are back. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, 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 Steve. I missed you. The five-second delay will not work. (laughs) Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve. I was on my phone. I'm sorry. Good morning. I missed you. I missed everybody. Hi. Carla, for real. (laughs) What's up, crew? Hey, Shirley. Welcome back. This week, Junior's on vacation, but guess who ain't? That damn J. Anthony Brown. Morning, everybody. Morning, everybody. Morning, everybody. A little higher. A little higher. Morning, 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 everybody. King of pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. In the building. It's Monday morning. Let's get after it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Who are you, Chris Cuomo, now? I'm the the black Chris. Come on. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. I had to turn all that off this weekend, man. I couldn't watch no news. I got tired of it. You, you all have to it? catch me up. I, I didn't want to, any. Jay. I just, no, just listen too to much. Me. Shirley, Shirley. Shirley. I was on vacation. I yes, am Steve. committed mm-hmm. to getting all of our listeners to the polls, every last yes. one of them. That's right. Yes, Ain't nobody sir. listening to this show not going to vote. And mm. everybody listening to this show going to take two people with them. Okay. Mm. All right. And a chair. I like that. And a chair, Steve, because it's going to be Oh, I'm going to start a campaign, man. I'm going to start a campaign in several cities. I'm going to have chairs and water sent. And masks. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. And, and masks. masks. Yeah. Bring y'all masks. And well, y'all you'll be chairs. able to vote. You know. Yeah. And some yeah. depends. You don't wear your hey. mask with your nutty ass. 
That's on you. <laughs> Some of this is common sense. I got to tell you about a damn mask. You looking at these numbers on this TV, and we got to keep begging your ass to get the mask. Here goes some water in the chair. Vote and carry your ass on home and hook on up. And I heard Jay, did you Jay, say depends? depends? I heard Depends yeah, and I some porta potties. Yeah, depends and porta potties. Yeah, let's, let's go in. Well, one or, the, one or the other now. If you're going to wear the depends, you don't need well, the porta potties. Okay? If you don't want to get out of line, Tommy, you'll have on depends. <laughs> Save your place. So it all depends. That's so ignorant. So you, if you look real puffy around the midsection, we know. But won't nobody say a word, all right? <laughs> he needs his diaper changed. <laughs> but yeah. he's gonna vote. Yeah. Back gonna to voting, so Steve. Right, Back Steve. to voting. Right. Yeah, no, man, that's gonna happen. I'm committed to that. I'm not gonna, because mm-hmm. I, I, me personally, I just I can't imagine four years of this. Another four no. years. I'm just not. I'm tired of explaining. I'm tired of cutting on the TV, being surprised at the level of of uncaring, unthoughtfulness, Ignorance. lack of leadership. The blatant acts and tones of racism, the applauding white supremacist groups. I'm just sick of it, man. I'm sick of everybody he targets is a minority of some kind. It's just he, he everybody he try to target, he makes a case out of them. Colin Kaepernick, Black Lives Matter. Man, you ain't got nothing else you could talk about? Nope. We have our work cut out for us. Now he beefing with Dr. Fauci. Yeah. What kind of? Because yes, yes. <laughs> he the only hope. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, inside something funny, we'll do Steve's Ask the CLO segment, of course. And then J. Anthony Brown has some thoughts on Will and Jada. Uh-oh, we'll talk Uh-oh. about it right after Whoa. this. Mm-hmm. I've been gone. What has happened? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, before we get to Ask the CLO, Jay is here. Uh, Jay, you want to give us your thoughts on Will and Jada and her I'm gonna entanglement go right into it. with August I'm going to go right Elfina. into it. I'm not going to waste no time. Did y'all okay. see Will Smith, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? That was a TV show. Get Jiggy with Jada on the Red Top Table Talk. That, <laughs> yeah. that uh-huh. was a song. I mean, Will was looking like, damn, Jada, don't you know I am legend? That was a movie. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> He was saying to himself, you know, Jada, in the beginning when we got hitched, that was a movie right there. And we were in the pursuit of happiness, that was another movie. You know, it was going, just, boy. It was just the two of us, that was a damn song. You know, but that was that was back in the summertime, that was another song. Yeah. Now, trust me, Jada, trust me. If this was the Wild Wild West, that was a movie and a song. Uh-huh. And if you was a dude fronting me off like that, I'd go straight off like Ali, movie, movie. I mean... <laughs> Two men in black would have been coming in here to take me away. I admit, I admit, Jada, I did not look like a bad boy sitting there. Move it. You know, I kind of looked like I had a damn concussion. Move it. You was giving me, you was giving me seven pounds of BS. That was a movie. Move it. I mean, and you were not six degrees of separation. That was another movie. I mean, you... I mean, girl, you was acting like a spy in disguise. That was a movie. But let me tell you something, Jada. Let me tell you something, damn it, what I'm thinking about doing. 
What uh-huh. I'm thinking about really doing is uh-huh. giving you a real Independence Day movie. <laughs> that was a movie. I'm thinking about calling the genie from Aladdin. That was a movie. That was a movie. And I'm going to talk to the genie and ask the genie, can I move back in with Uncle Phil? If not, I'm going to take my ass to Miami. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Miami, yeah. Shout to Mike J. You got it Y'all in, Jay. In. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Jay. Yeah, you got them in, all of them. All right. Uh, thank you, Jay. We're going to talk more about marriage. We're going to talk about Will and Jada next hour. I mean, everybody's Woo. talking about it. Everybody. Ah. The whole entanglement thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ain't got a damn thing. You're going to have to say something. Church complaints you next. You're going to have to say something. <laughs> it's coming up. The meaning it's of coming up. You're going to be ducking. <laughs> You're going to be ducking all morning. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going we're gonna to switch gears here. It's time now for Steve to uh, answer some questions from our listeners uh, and ask the CLO. That's our segment. Uh, this one is from Shay Steve in Augusta, Georgia. Shay says, I've been dating a kept man for a year, and it's becoming a problem. He's divorced, and his ex-wife owns three very successful businesses, so he never had to work. Since his divorce, he got a nice settlement, and he gets alimony. He lives in one of his ex-wife's rental houses, and I don't feel right going over there. I'm a plastic surgeon, and I make great money. So the fact that he doesn't work at all bothers me. I have a problem dating a man that's being supported by his ex-wife. When I talked to him about getting a job, he said he's putting together a business plan to start a business. My friend says he's an opportunist. What do you say? Is he still Well, I mean, CLO? here's a simple, simple question. If you're tired of dating a man that ain't working, why don't you stop? Hmm. See, no, this is not a shotgun wedding you at. The, the man don't want to do nothing. He's a kept man. You uncomfortable going over his plan? He ain't got no plan. He kept. Who go to work ain't got to? Who? <laughs> the day I ain't got to come in here. Oh, you better talk. Shut the up, day please. after that is the day you don't see me no more. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Ta-ta-da-da, ta-da. That's it. Okay. No, nah, man, this dude, he ain't for you. He doesn't have the drive that you want. You're a successful plastic surgeon. You settle for a kept man. Get out. Yeah. Get out. You, you can get somebody else for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trina, iHeartRadio online listener Steve says, in January, my coworker introduced me to a great guy. We dated for three months before it came up that he knows my sister. I asked my sister about him, and she said they had a one-night stand four years ago, but it was nothing to her. I told her there's no way I could be with this guy now. I couldn't wait to tell my coworker that this guy slept with my sister. My coworker wasn't surprised, and she said she's had sex with him, too. I told the guy he's nasty and to stop calling me. He said that it's all in the past, and he's a different guy now. Should I trust him? See I mean, you he slept with your you sister it. and the dude at the, and the lady at the job. So? So? Did you say so? So? Yeah, but, I said so. Now, CLO, that don't sound like you, CLO. No, but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Back up. Uh-huh. He didn't know y'all was sisters. Uh-huh. That was four years ago. He had no mm-hmm. idea y'all was related. Y'all mm-hmm. got introduced by the co-worker. Who the co-worker said, boy, this dude right here, mm, you need to meet him. Mm-hmm. Bam, you got involved with him. Now, he nasty. 
Let me ask you, the girl, if you gonna go down the list and call me and nasty that they slept with two other people. You know how long these lists We some nasty ass people. <laughs> but, you know how long these lists is? My but she, she means Steve, CLO, the fact that she knows these people that her, you know, she's gonna be sleeping with the same man that her sister slept with, her co-worker, they gotta now, look, see each other oh, every day. But no, no, I understand her not wanting to date the man because she slept with her sister. I get mm-hmm. that part mm-hmm. clearly. I clearly I get that. Okay. But now what you you don't want to date him cuz he nasty. <laughs> that's two people. Uh, give me a yeah. beat. That, that's that's just <laughs> what? Two and people, of course she got nasty. a list, don't she? She got to have a list. Everybody got a yeah. list now. Two people? <laughs> Man, you you ain't never been on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Red table talk. We all have. Okay, let's red let's go to the next question. Uh-uh, let's go to the next question. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm, mm-mm, let's keep it. Mm-mm, let's keep it moving. Mm, what's next? Who next? Go ahead, she, I think it's because he knows she knows the two people that he did sleep with. I really think. I that's mean, for her, I can yeah. understand her mm-hmm. taking the position. Yeah. But yeah. do do you think he's he's to treat with two people him. ain't nothing. He don't. He didn't know it was your sister. Mm-hmm. He don't know that the coworker and your sister is connected. Mm-hmm. You, you just you, where y'all live. Y'all must live at in least, a small ass town. I, at least try it. Just try it. I love. She's yeah. never been on tour. All right. Thank you, CLO, as always. <laughs> Coming up next, church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Right after this, <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, today's national news. And, of course, we'll get the latest on Tropicorn, Tropical Storm. Did I say Tropicorn? Tropicorn. Tropicorn. As in Capricorn? Yeah. That's another sign, That's. I just made that up. I'm a genius. Okay, we'll get the latest on Tropical Storm Faye, which caused heavy rains and flooding on the East Coast. Plus, in entertainment news, we're going to talk about Steve on Watch on Facebook. Trending interview. You you had a great interview with uh, NASCAR's Bubba Wallace, Steve. Yeah. We'll talk about it. But at first, it is Monday. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here with church complaints, baby. We, you. Come on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We come with heavy hearts. Uh-oh. On this complaining Monday. Yeah. So much to be complaintful for. Complaintful. I like that right there. Uh, and so I cannot imagine this going well this morning right. with the degree of difficulty facing us across this nation. That's Let right. alone at the church. Go ahead, Deacon Death Jail. All right, Pastor, let's get down to it. Sister Myrtle Davis, uh, her dog has passed away. She's asking for a Zoom funeral, plus she want eight dog pallbearers to drag the casket down the driveway uh, while Atomic Dog is being played. She wants you to preach the eulogy. Two things is wrong here. First of all, we don't do pet funerals. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Our church is in the hood. You know what we do to pets. Let's stop that. Secondly... There will be no funeral playing Atomic Dog. Okay. We what, all the... know why that ain't happening. Yeah. Why? 
Why path? Vamos a feel like that. Vamos a chase the cat. Preach, Pastor. Preach. Nothing but the dog in me. This is a story. Uh uh. About a famous dog. Yes. Rhythmic dog. Atomic dog. You better minister. Now, for knowing what I know about that song. <laughs> and having the meaning that it truly does have, we will not be playing Atomic Dog in this here church Ooh. unless the bros is here to set it out. <laughs> oh, I feel okay. the spirit up in here today. Next. I didn't, all right, I didn't know next. you was a Q, too. I know Steve was a Q. I didn't know you was a Q. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I don't know how you don't see it. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, Brother Bernard Flanagan fell out three times last week. We believe oh, no. it's his breath that's knocking him out while he's wearing his mask. Uh, Sister Flanagan is asking the church to pay for a dental visit. He needs to get a uh, below-the-gum cleaning, Pastor. So they're asking, can we send him to the dentist? No, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. Uh, Deep cleaning. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've uh, decided to let him continue to use the mask. And the same mask. Because every time he falls out, that's left, less breath coming our way. Oh. So you're going to leave that as it is. Go ahead, Deacon. All right. Now, brace yourself, Pastor. Uh, Brother Will Smith does not want us to acknowledge the month of August. Uh, instead, he wants us to call it July again until September get here. Yo, yo, it's your call, though, Pastor. <laughs> we, oh. He don't want us to, uh, we, he wants we, us to skip August. It's July again. Just so it's uh, July for 60 days is what it is. Ah. Come on, let me hear you. I'm going to take a stand here. Uh-oh. Come on. Okay. Uh, we are unable to move the months around due to the fact that these months were started back in the days of the Roman Empire. So we are unable to move the days around. But what I do recommend yes, to Brother Smith and anyone who finds themselves in this type of entanglement. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. All right. Use that word now. All right. Minister. I'll whoop August A. <laughs> Master. And to August wants to call himself July. <laughs> I have his ass whooped so bad. He'll rather be July or September, either the before or the after. But what's happening during this ass whooping to August going to be such a severe ass whooping that he's going to want to pull up and be July, September. Hell, I'll be January. But anybody... But August. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Okay, calm down now. Calm down. Whew. It took yeah. me by oh. surprise. Listen, we have August another issue. Ass. Okay. <laughs> you stop cussing, Pastor. Until yeah. the T is off of his neck, he'll just be a gust. <laughs> just a gust of wind come through here. <laughs> uh, moving along, Pastor. A lot of our members are complaining because they bought the Disney Channel thinking they was going to see uh, Anthony Hamilton, but instead they uh, ran to play Hamilton. And they say oh. they ain't got no idea who the hell that is, and they want to get their money back, and they need your help. Well, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to get that because that play a good-ass play. Y'all don't, yeah. y'all need to watch uh, Hamilton. <laughs> now, uh, what we was going to do was to make money 
uh-huh. on it was we was going to broadcast Hamilton live in the basement extension room at the church. Mm, yes. And instead of they singing, Anthony Hamilton was going <laughs> Was gonna sing over you gonna dub <laughs> Anthony Hamilton songs every time they bust out in a song. We was gonna put on Charlene mm-hmm. or one of them <laughs> other hits. So in love with him and Jill. It was wonderful. It was beautiful play like that. It means so much more. <laughs> it means so uh, much more. Uh, Pastor, we got an issue here now. If school does not start back in August, Sister Brenda Faye wants someone to keep her kids until next summer. She says she's not doing no more homeschooling. She's leaving them kids at the church first Sunday in August. She says she can't do it. She just can't. Speaking of kids in August. Here we go. <laughs> that's why the number one reason he going to get his ass whooped because you just a kid. <laughs> See, now I try to leave it alone. You're going to bring it up again. Next thing I know, here come August and the kids. What's back to school? He should have stayed in school. It's back to school. <laughs> you tried. Well, he all up here at the Smith's house, folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> he got him. It, it back to school is what you're going to get <laughs> over here. Because you done entangled with the wrong person. Because <laughs> <laughs> tangle rhyme with strangle. <laughs> all this happening. That's all I got to say. I don't give a damn yeah. when they punk ass go back to school. Plus, Ain't nobody going back to school with August. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pastor and Deacon. Uh, you welcome. Up the, <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment you, and national news right after glow, this. Go, glory. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday was the NASCAR Quaker State 400 at Kentucky, but uh, recently, Steve, you had a chance to interview NASCAR African-American driver Bubba Wallace. Uh, Mm. Steve, that is trending on Facebook. You had a great interview with Bubba Wallace on your show, uh, Steve on Watch Facebook show. Uh, You talked about the noose incident. You talked about the president's accusations of all of it being a hoax, all of that and more. Take a listen. Well, Steve, I didn't even see the picture of the noose until Tuesday. So I was told about it. It was brought to my attention from NASCAR president, Steve Phelps. He came into my motorhome. I I thought I did something wrong. I'm like, what interview have I gone off and and talked about somebody's mama, whatever (laughs) it was, you know? And he told me, hey, we we had found a, uh, there was a potential hate crime committed and that there was a noose found in my garage. And I was kind of taken back. I didn't know, really know what to think. And so we had a conversation that lasted a solid three to five minutes. And it was a very strong one. He had tears in his eyes. I had tears in my eyes. And he said, we are going to get to the bottom of this and find this person that did it. For clarity, you didn't discover anything. It was brought to your attention by NASCAR officials. Absolutely. My my crew member, it was the one who had seen it. And then he alerted NASCAR officials. Wow. See, the reason I asked him to help me understand, because I've heard so many versions of it. But in actuality, Bubba Wallace never saw the news. Yeah, it was brought Mm. to his attention. It was brought to him by the president of NASCAR. Mm. He started the whole investigation, get to Mm -hmm. the behind it. It wasn't, Bubba Wallace didn't know nothing about it. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so that right there, you know, for people to talk about he created this hoax and he did all this. No, man, the brother, he he was just in his trailer. Wow. Mm -hmm. And how dare the president well, accuse yeah. him? <laughs> president well, Petty. The president ain't got nothing else yeah. to do. He but loves you the know, petty once stuff. Again, <laughs> whenever, whenever he tries to t- 
take a cause or a stand, you notice it primarily has something to do with some African-American or another mm-hmm. minority. Mm-hmm. Right. It's against the Muslims. Yeah, it. It's against the Mexicans. It's against that lady that he called Hiawatha. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 against Bubba Wallace. Pocahontas. It's yeah. it's it's oh. it's against uh, and he's Bubba Wallace. It's You're against right. Colin Kaepernick. Colin, mm-hmm. and this dude, man, you know, I used to think that he was a racist that didn't know it, mm-hmm. because I just thought of the climate he grew up in, and that's the language they use. That you can be a racist and not know it because you come from that era yeah. where it's the norm. It's institutionalized. Right. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. as hmm. I've watched this over the years, no, man. He knows he, it. He he knows it. And he uses it to stir up his base because yes. he knows that's how they are. He, he plays on all those stereotypical fears of a certain group that's in this country. And what's scary to me is there is a huge number of those people. Yeah. yeah. That have votes. And yeah. that will be at the polls in November. Yeah. They voted for him in 2016. Uh-huh. Man, uh-huh. like that little white girl that was on that uh, thing. So I think one of y'all sent it out talking about, y'all, that's why y'all should be grateful we freed y'all and all that. Mm-hmm. I was going, oh, she white was girl, trending a oh. Karen, a Karen yeah. was trending on social media. Yeah, she tripped. Um, y'all lucky we freed ago. y'all. Mm-hmm. We should have never freed y'all. We. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. lady, this, this ain't up to you. I tell you what, try to strike it back up. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> See, what happens. See how it goes. See how it works out for you. So, so you can watch this here show. Bring it back one time and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, Karen. <laughs> Come on. I, I mean, well, at least, you know, you got to the bottom of it, Steve, with Bubba Wallace. So thank you for that. Great interview. Yep. Yeah, it really was. All right. Time now to get some uh, headlines, the latest on Tropical Storm Faye and uh, more of today's headlines. Mm. Steve. Ladies Harvey. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. And the big news really is coronavirus. The number of the new coronavirus infections continues to climb all over the U.S., especially in the South, with Florida setting a new record over the weekend for the largest one-day increase in cases in any state since the beginning of the pandemic here. Uh, the, there, rather, Florida health officials are reporting more than 15,000 new cases of corona in a single day, which topped the previous record for new cases in a day set last week by California. However, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis is sounding a lot like the president, saying that it's all basically relative because more testing is going on. We're in a situation where, you know, we've got a lot of test sites. Hospitals are all testing. You have private companies that are testing. Uh, CVSs are testing. So he says that's the problem. DeSantis says he'd like to see the schools reopen next month. However, healthcare community people note that the daily death toll is also rising as well. So they're cautious about that. Uh, by the way, President uh, Trump wore a mask for the first time over the weekend when he made an appearance at Walter Reed Army Hospital. When asked about it, he said, quote, I love masks in the appropriate locations, unquote. Congressional Democrats continue criticizing President Trump, his decision for commuting the prison sentence of his longtime friend and confidant, Roger Stone. Stone was sentenced to more than three years in prison for lying to Congress, witness tampering, and obstruction of justice in connection with the Russian election meddling probe. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff tells ABC's this week that Trump's pardon sure don't look good. The president through this commutation is basically saying, if you lie for me, if you cover up for me, if you have my back, then I will make sure that you get a get out of jail free card. Other Americans, 
different standard. Stone was supposed to report to prison tomorrow. And by the way, a Florida lawmaker, get this, who voted against an order mandating the use of masks. That guy's tested positive for the coronavirus. Paul Waldron's commissioner for St. John's County. That's just south of Jacksonville, and he's in hospital. He's hospitalized in a critical condition. St. John's County has more than 1,700 confirmed cases of COVID-19, 10 deaths as of last Friday. Florida now has the fourth highest number of confirmed virus cases in the U.S., averaging about 9,000 new cases every day for the last week. By the way, Michael Cohen's back in the clink. He had been allowed to serve his prison sentence at home because of fears of his contracting COVID-19. He reportedly, though, broke a deal not to publish a tell-all book about the president. You know, he was his personal lawyer. And finally, believe it or not, a town in Washington state has been printing its own legitimate currency out of wood to help boost coronavirus financial uh, redos. And these blue so-called COVID relief bills inscribed with one of the president's off-use staying. We have it under control. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are again. Let's talk about it some more. Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, well, she brought herself to the table, let's say, to the red table to talk to her husband, Will Smith. They've been together. They've been married for 23 years um, about what she called an entanglement. Um, she had a romantic relationship with uh, August Alsina. Yeah, hip-hop artist. I told artist. my wife, I know you better not be tangled up in nothing. I told her that. <laughs> no, that's the wrong Let word. me find but out you tangled up I'm in I bet I'll untangle it. I bet Christmas you lights get entangled. That ain't nothing. <laughs> right. That's something else. <laughs> but listen, this was after she and Will privately separated. Take a listen. You and I were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. And we decided... I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time, and you go figure out how to make yourself happy, and I'll figure out how to make myself happy. Well, at that particular point in time, it was indefinite. You know, the only person that could give permission in, in, in that particular uh, uh, yeah. circumstance is myself. Yes. I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated mm -hmm. amicably. Yeah. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker, which he's not. In the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. See, my, mine ain't going to be that calm like that, just sitting there like that. Why, what, that that's what that, I was it, thinking. Amicably, in that amicably, whatever. Amicably, friendly, yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, no, it ain't going to be all that. It ain't gonna be all that. Once you get tangled up with somebody, it was a very candid conversation. They were very candid about yeah, and, it. Yeah, and Will, Will, I was surprised what he said because you think of Will as such a sweetheart, such a nice guy. He said, "I was done with your blank." Yeah, he said that <laughs> out the gate, didn't he? Yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay, then." Will, can I ask y'all something? Did, it, was, did it sound rehearsed? Boy, this was the boy that they brought in their house. No. I mean, that was just that was. Yeah. Did it sound too rehearsed. close for comfort? Too, no, yeah. it didn't to me, Tommy. Yeah. What, what do wrong. you think, Steve? This whole thing about social media, mm -hmm. you already know how I feel. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm just not discussing my life. Your personal, intimate and marriage. For, for y'all to have a say-so in it. Yeah. That ain't what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not discussing me and Marjorie's life for everybody to have an opinion of. Right. No, that's, that's not for me. Oh, I mean, uh, I, you know, you it. know, if other people want to do it for whatever they reasons want to, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, maybe you want to, you know, you want to control the narrative. I don't know. 
You're private. It's, it's, it's not, I don't, I'm not, I'm public figure, so I can't be. But, but with your, what you're saying is that you're public, you're private. We're not having this discussion on this yeah. damn show, Bob. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Uh, we'll talk more about marriage and forgiveness right after what? this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So Will and Jada said in their 23 years of marriage, they've made some mistakes and now they're trying to get to a deeper understanding of love. That's where they are right now. Though August and Jada's relationship lasted for years, she and Will are back, they say, and and they're stronger than ever. Take a listen. I'm going to get you back first. And then you're gonna get me back. I think you've got me back. I think you I think we're good on that, okay? Okay, that might that's probably true. That's you know, true. but um and I don't think it's about getting anybody back. No, for me it is. Okay. Um, I'll give you that petty <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> uh, um, but you know, I will definitely say mm-hmm. it's just part of it. Yeah. You know, if you expect to be with somebody for a lifetime. 25 years and counting. Mm. We ride together. We, we die, die together. together. Bad, Bad marriage, marriage for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sliding Man, uncomfortable. Jackie, if you're listening, it ain't going to go like Jackie, this. It ain't going to go the way you think. It ain't finna go like this here. When you come up to me and you you done been entangled, I'm telling you, it ain't finna to go the way you think it's going to go. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not fitting to laugh now. Time. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with this. I mean, I'm you know, you. it I, ain't I'm not, funny now. Yeah, Just looking I, at it ain't funny. That's how they do their marriage. Uh, yeah. I said 23, but uh, they both said 25, 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's how they're doing their marriage. Uh, and that and might work for obviously, you. it's right. work. Obviously, it is 25 okay, well, years. Just, let, let me just say this about me and Marge. <laughs> Harvey, don't, here we go. Don't Come get on, mad. No, I'm not mad. I'm just telling okay. you this, this, all this here, this, 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 all this discussion mm-hmm. is a case. All this going to be somewhere case? in the court. <laughs> See, because, because it's going to be something going to happen. Because I'm <laughs> going to do, do something to somebody. Yeah, so man. now, with all this that we doing on, 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 on camera, all mm-hmm. this going to be in court. Because I'm just telling you, man. I ain't, I ain't that dude. You're not now, that look, dude man, with what? Forgiving well, your I'm wife? Not, well, I'm not. I don't. I'm look. Th- this can't happen. First of all, okay. I'm not. I'm not that open or free. I'm an yeah, old you're, school. You're more, yeah, I'm, I'm closed off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, I'm. I'm simple minded. Well, you know, I, I ain't. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't got it together. I ain't open. I ain't hip. Yeah. I ain't fresh. I ain't that. with the new. I'm old school. I'm old fashioned. You whatever the hell you want. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. So now when you when you come in the house, and I find out mm-hmm. that this boy been over here. Mm-hmm. With that finna be a situation mm-hmm. that you're not gonna be able to stop me from. But they were legally separated. They admitted yeah. that they were not married. I don't give a damn. <laughs> was you, are you serious? It's, Separation has nothing to do. Are you serious? They were still in the same house. But they thought their marriage was over. But they were separated. Okay, that's why. I understand. Look, I'm not commenting on their marriage at all. This is not Steve Harvey commenting on Will and Jada's situation. Because I don't do that. I don't. How you have? I'm. I'm talking about Steve and Marge. (laughs) 
This this what's happening over here. Uh-huh. If yeah, it ever come to a point, because we are all human. Yes, when you we walk are. in the house yeah. to Subject tell to, me yeah, you was short. with somebody else, um, I want you boy. to know that boy. the first reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And rightfully so. It's gonna be no, yeah. you know, I ha ha hell. And we'll, we will never be laughing at this here. You mean when you're discussing it the way they were yeah. very candid and, whoever and the dude is mm-hmm. understand the boy. something. The boy. Oh no, the boy. no, no, man. You finna He's get taught your He's ass a lesson. Consider this though. What if by I mean this is for their marriage. What if by them coming on Jada's show, Red Table Talk, and being open about it? Who is them? What it- oh, the table going to be red, but it's going to be full of blood. That's what's <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm saying Shirley. Jada is- <laughs> I heard that crazy. Oh, it's going to be red. Ignorant. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll bring it up later, but I, I do right. have a question. I, I did want to no, bring No, ask him when we come back. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do the. Pr- okay. We'll yeah, be we right back. With the prank phone call. <laughs> Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, right about four minutes after, it's the strawberry letter. Uh, my subject for today, my husband needs to learn a few things, okay? My husband needs to learn a few things. We're keeping with that marriage and love and relationship uh, situation. See, before we went to break and before we get to your prank, Tommy, I wanted to ask you a quick question about Will and Jada and why they're even coming out with the Red Table Talk and, and putting their whole marriage on display. And I'm thinking maybe they're thinking they're trying trying to help someone, you know? What do you think about Did, that? Maybe they're helping. Did y'all feel helped? I, <laughs> I no. felt uncomfortable. No, I it helped I'm, me understand this better not happen at my damn house. That's what it helped me understand. But, I That's mean, it. you know, sometimes you think you're the only person going through something. And maybe, yeah. you know, other people are, and they brought it out, yeah. and some people Mm-mm. can fix their marriage because of Will and Jada trying to work on theirs for 20 years. We're going to keep arguing about paper towels over here. We ain't arguing about that. <laughs> We gonna argue about well, I just feel honestly. like August did the interview, the information got out, and then they had to, she or she had to say her part of it, and she put herself on red table. You know, I don't, I don't understand. To explain it, August, mm-hmm. I don't understand his him interview <laughs> telling it. Young and in love. Because hurt, she denied it, bitter. Steve. She said it never happened, and he yeah. wanted to set the story straight. He was but in see, love, dog. But see, yeah, but, but dog. Mm-hmm. But dog, if she said it never happened, why you can't go along with it Be- never because, happened? Because he was sick in the first place. This dude was sick. Yeah, he was. He what was you mean sick? sick. He physically was physically sick, sick. And she put him in the house to take care of him. In my opinion, she and took advantage him of him. And this boy, this boy was almost house. damn near death. And this was her friend. This was her kid's friend. They they introduced him. The, oh, Jaden. So Jaden, they, they brought him in the house. They they never knew who he was. I, I just had one question. Mm-hmm. What did this boy tell it for? Because he's that young. Yeah. I think because he's young. Okay. All right, let's leave it right there. Maybe we can pick this up later because we got to get to the prank. All right. The nephew <laughs> is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Your wife is having a black baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about love and relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife is having a black baby. Well, is she black? <laughs> no, she's white. Oh, Let's she's go. White. Hello? Uh, hello, I'm looking for a uh, William. This is Mr. Uh, how you doing? Listen, my name is Simmons. I was, uh, 
I don't know how to. Uh, oh man, my wife and I evidently go to the same um, fertility specialist that you and your wife go to, Doctor uh, Doctor. Are you familiar with Doctor? I'm familiar with Doctor, but that's supposed to be confidential. Yeah, I'm aware of that as well, sir. My wife is out on business right now. She's she's gone for won't be back until Tuesday. But uh, I got a call today, a very disturbing phone call, and wanted to. You know, I looked your number up. They did tell me what was going on and kind of wanted to let you. Somebody told you my number? You got you got my number from somebody? No, I I, I looked up your number. Uh, Here it it is in a nutshell. My wife and I evidently and you and your wife have been going through the same type of problems of trying to get pregnant and and so forth and so on. And uh, from my understanding, your wife is, what, four, five months pregnant? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, my wife is exactly five months pregnant, but I'm still confused on how you're getting in touch with me and what this has to do with me. Well, I mean, all this stuff that we've gone through is totally confidential, and I'm kind of uh, offended that you're calling me. I understand that. Well, what's what's happening is um, I got a phone call from the doctor's office today. It seems like there's been a huge mistake by the doctor's office. Evidently, your wife has been artificially inseminated with my seed, and I, I, I was... What? I mean, I, I'm just as disturbed as you are. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, me and my wife are. You know, my wife is two months pregnant, and finally. How, how could they do something like that? I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, sir, I, I, I have no idea. All I know is, is that you know, I, I hate to, to use the expression, but I'm, I'm, I'm your wife's baby's daddy, and and. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. I. I, I no. 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 no I, <laughs> So I, uh, you, Make stu- that, 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 didn't ha- that doesn't happen. No way. Sir, I'm trying to make sure I bring the news to you and see if there's anything that we can do. to. I mean, I mean, after being five months pregnant, it's kind of hard to rectify the problem. So okay, I, I, and I don't want this to sound rude, and I don't want this to sound wrong. You said baby daddy. Are you black? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're black, and my wife is going to have a black baby? Well, yeah, your wife is going to have a black baby, but what I want you to know is I'm not paying no child support. That's you're, what you're about child support, and my wife is having some other black dude's kid. Are you crazy? No, I'm not. Are cl- you out of your mind? No, I'm not out of my mind. I'm just saying I didn't lay down and conceive a child with your with your wife, so I'm making sure I'm not going to be paying no child support. Man, I'm not even worried about the child support. I'll pay the child support. I'm worried about my some doctor making a huge mistake, and and, and oh my god. Your wife uh, is having going to have a black baby. I can't believe that. This, this, well, oh, this is unbelievable. It's well, unbelievable. And I can't believe you didn't call my house well, I, and I, give me this. Doctor should give me this. Well, don't you want it? It doesn't matter who gives you the news as long as you get the news. Now, what I want you to do is this. Please don't be giving the baby no white names and stuff. Make I, white names. I can't believe that you're, you're so. This is incredible. Incredible. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Calling me on Sunday, give me. The, I'm, I'm ready to go crazy. This okay. is crazy. Okay, uh, this this is this is no reason to be violent, sir. You see what I'm saying? This already <laughs> no reason me. to be violent. You're you're worried about me about paying child support and talking about your seed and and your baby's daddy and all. Oh man, this this is bringing the best out of me. I can promise you. Unbelievable, man. D- let me let me ask you something, sir. Do you think you may need anger management? I mean, you're not going. <laughs> you know. Are you going? You're not going. You're not going to beat my child, are you? <laughs> oh man! 
you know how to push a man's buttons. I can promise you, man. That's crazy. No, I ain't going to beat nobody's baby. I, crazy, See, I don't want you being violent to me and your wife's baby. <laughs> nope. Oh, spin this thing around, huh? Man, where, where the do you live, man? Who the is this? Okay. Who the is this? Because I, oh, man. This I, is crazy. Well, here's what I'm going to ask you. Do, do you think you might want to be the godfather to the child? <laughs> to, to my own kid? No. Well, I, I guess it wouldn't be my kid. It's, it's, not, it's me and your wife's child. You don't you say that, you crazy. Don't you say that. Don't it, you say that. That drives me even thinking about something like that. It's don't me. Don't you talk about something like that. But it's me and your wife's child. No, it ain't you and my wife. It was a mistake. So don't you even talk like that, you crazy. Tear a hole in your head. Don't you talk like that. Okay, okay. You're going to tear a hole in whose head? In your head, you crazy See that? This, oh, see, this, me up. Yeah. this is, this is the kind of thing I don't want my child around. This kind, <laughs> this type of talk. This type of violence. See, you white folks get mad and want to kill everybody in the room. Why don't you kill who you mad at? Why do y'all do that? you. you. this, man. Can I, can, I, can I say one more thing to you? Can I do that? I don't know if I can take any more news from you, man. I'm jumped through the phone. I got one more thing to say to you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill that. Oh, man. Why would that? Oh, it took us so long to try to get pregnant. She's going to play, play a game like this. That's wrong. Oh, you got me, man. You freaking got me, man. Yeah, we listen to Steve Harvey Radio Show all the time, man. That's awesome. You guys are great. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to go find her and give her a big kiss. I'm going to do that for her. God. All right, man. I got you one. Son of a <laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Radio Show in the morning. <laughs> God. All right. Thank you, nephew. we got to move on. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. My husband needs to learn a few things. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, baby, please, baby, baby, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. <laughs> Just like Girl, we're going to read get that to, one. I didn't get to do this last week, sir. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Okay, we'll revisit that in a second. Girl, you know Steve don't want no intro. Oh, he cuts, he cuts me out when you're gone. It's, I'm out. All right. Everybody need all that. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband needs to learn a few things. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for four years, and the sex is terrible. We dated for two years before we got married, and we agreed to wait until our wedding night to have sex for the first time. I was focused on us having a great friendship as well as a spiritual connection, which would lead to a great sex life. He romanced me and did things to me physically that satisfied me, so I just knew he was going to be a great lover. Whenever he got freaky, he'd tell me all the things he was going to do to me. I had no reason to think he was as inexperienced as he is. I found out on our wedding night that he had only had sex twice and his last girl girlfriend withheld sex from him 
for religious reasons. He couldn't do half of the stuff he told me he was going to do to me. He tried to get the party started, if you know what I mean, and then he got so overheated that it was finished before it started. <laughs> I have taught him all that I can about positions and what turns me on, but he is not able to last long enough to try them. I have a high sex drive, so I end up finishing on my own. This man is only 29 and I'm 28, so I need him to get some help with his inability to perform before this ruins our marriage. I suggested that he... I suggested that he talk to some of his friends or a doctor about ways to improve sexually, and he blamed me for being overly experienced and impatient with him. I was celibate two years before the wedding, and I have suffered through four years of bad sex, so I'm not the one with the problem. I need that intimate connection with my husband. How can I help him be a better man in the bedroom without making him feel like he's a total loser? All right. Uh, first of all, I got to commend you because you withheld sex until marriage. Now, biblically, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm I said that, you know, from a Christian perspective. Now, I, I'm going to tell you that you do have a major problem on your hands, though, because bad sex is really worse than no sex. It, it, it really is. I mean, you get yourself all worked up. You know, you as his wife of four years, you've been listening to him, making all those empty promises about what he was going to do to you. Then you find out he can't keep his promises because he's so inexperienced. Um, but, you know... There is a problem. There, there is definitely a problem. Is, is the problem that he finishes before he starts, as you say, or is it just a lack of skills? I think it's a bit of both. It, it sounds like it's both. And, and learning to, you know, please your partner, a woman, uh, that just, you know, it, it just involves skills. You, you have to be taught that. Uh, you try to teach him that and, um, you know, he got mad at you or blamed you. But uh, I think being, you know, premature sexually should, um, I think, involve a doctor. You mentioned that in the letter. Uh, some sort of professional, an older gentleman to talk to, to learn what should, what should you do, what moves you should make. I think he's young. Well, actually, both of you guys are young. He's 29, you're 28. Um, you know, you guys don't have much prior experience. So, you know, you can learn these things, things together. I, I definitely, again, think you need to talk to someone, especially him. He needs to sit down and talk to someone about this. What should he do? And, and go see a doctor about his finishing before he starts problem, uh, premature ejaculation. I think your marriage is worth it. I don't think you want, you're ready to go because you said before it ruins our marriage. I, I don't think he should be blaming you. I think the focus should be on him. I think him blaming you is just a defense mechanism. I think he's wrong for doing that. I really do. He's just, you know, probably at his wits end now uh, because he can't please you. And he, you guys have been married for four years and, and it's a problem. He knows it's a problem. So get some help. When you have a problem, you should try and solve it. Get some help with, you know, someone like you said, you mentioned that in your letter. I think that's a great idea and I think it can help your marriage. Steve. Nice response, Shirley. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ready? Here come the truth. <sighs> Lord Jesus, I hate mm -hmm. these letters. Take your time. My husband needs to learn a few things. 
Well, this lady been married to her husband for four years. This is the first line in the letter. We've been married four years and the sex is terrible. This is some bad sex, folks. Your opening line ain't no, I love my husband, we've dated. He means the world to me, he's a great father. No, I've been married four years and the sex is terrible. We de- then she went on to start. We dated two years before we got married. Then they agreed at the way to have sex to their wedding night for the first time. You was focused on having a great friendship as well as a spiritual connection, which would lead to a great sex life. So you thought. <laughs> That's what you thought. <laughs> you figure if we buddies and we go to church together, we ought to have some good sex. Where in buddy and church do you see great sex? I I don't see that at all. Cause you can talk don't mean you can walk the walk. True. When we come back, yes. the walk is short. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My husband needs to learn a few things is the subject We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my husband needs to learn a few things. Lady been married four years and the sex is terrible. That's how the letter started. We ain't waste no time. There wasn't no lines in there about we love each other. We love the Lord. Nothing like that. We've been married four years and sex is terrible. Four raggedy ass years of sex. I've never had four years of bad sex in my life. You got two times with me. That's it. You got the first time, I figure, okay, just the first time, maybe a little nervous, <laughs> all this here. If the next time is bad, we through. But you're not married to that We person. through. We through. We're not, we not getting married. <laughs> they are married, Steve. We through. <laughs> it's over. We have no kids, none of that. <laughs> We ain't got we ain't got to go to counseling. I, this ain't gonna work. Okay, so now you decided to have wait to have sex. You wed night, focus having a great friendship and a spiritual connection, and you said it would lead to great sex. My response was, that's what you thought. Then he goes on to say he romanced me and he did things to me physically that satisfied me. So I just knew he was gonna be a great lover. What did he do pre-marriage to you physically that was not sex that made you think the sex was going to be outstanding? How hard was y'all kissing? (laughs) Was he grinding in a way that made you think this fitting to be this, this dude right here fitting to rock the boat? When I let him in the ocean, I'm keeping the town. Woo! Girl, he kissed hard. He grind hard. He touching me. It's everything. Well, and then you said whenever he got freaky, he'd tell me all the things he was going to do to me. I had no reason to think. That he was as inexperienced as he was. See, that's pre-game hype. Oh. You, know, you don't even understand what I'm finna do. You think that was something. Huh? What, you like that, right? 
Oh, you think that? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That got you hot? Girl, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's just the beginning. That's just kissing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's a girl, 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 that ain't nothing but my grind right there. My grind game. Girl, the grind game, kiss game. Wow. When we get married, watch this here. You you immediately say, I had no idea he was inexperienced as he was. You found out on your wedding night. This was the wedding night. It, it all come to a head. You'd have been at the dance. You'd have been at the church. Mm-hmm. You'd have kissed in front of your mama and them. You done changed your clothes. You done had your daddy dance. You in the room, and it's over. Before it got started, <laughs> he said he had only had sex twice, and his last girlfriend withheld sex from him for religious reasons. Oh, okay, so now I see what happened. See, your man has only had church sex. <laughs> what? Say that again? What? Yo, her man has only had church sex. What's what that, that see, Steve? See, they didn't get, they didn't have sex because they was waiting until they got married. Right. And right. then the girl and his former girlfriend only had sex twice because she was withholding for religious reasons. Mm-hmm. So these are just people he's seeing up at the church. Church sex way different than club sex. <laughs> How so? Please. Everything. Elaborate. Different. See, church sex. Ain't a lot of words in church sex because you can't cuss with church sex. Club sex is all you all the words is vulgarity. Church sex is we sneaking, we supposed to be quiet, we ain't supposed to be doing this. So you can't ask all the questions, you know, whose is it? You know, you can't be you can't bring up no certain oh Blankety blank. You can't cuss while you're having church sex because you're not supposed to be doing it anyway. So you ain't going to amplify the sin by cussing. But club sex, wow, you start Steve. with the cussing. Uh-huh. I'm finna smack that and do okay. that thing, get it up in this hill. When you get this, oh, you ain't going to understand. See, that's the difference. Okay. So he just had church ask, sex. Mm-hmm. So now, <laughs> and then as soon as he get overheated, it was finished before it started. Uh-huh. I taught him all the positions and what turns me on, but he ain't able to last long enough to try them. I got a high sex drive, and I ended up finishing on my own. Mm-hmm. This man, 28, 29, I'm 28. It's already been four years. Yeah. I ain't got four more of this here. <laughs> Steve, Shirley, help me. <laughs> I'm going to come back with part three of this letter because okay. I have some actual help. Uh-huh. So I got something he can try. Because you said you expect him to talk to a doctor or his friends. He can't even bring this up to his friends. Not at all. He's got to do something. He, fellas, I, I can't please my woman. And, um, don't do that. Don't do that. What do you suggest I do? All right. You want me to do it for you? <laughs> We're going to have part three of this strawberry letter uh, coming up, okay? The subject is, my husband needs to learn a few things. <laughs> we'll be back with part three coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So this is part three of today's strawberry yeah, and letter. I don't normally subject, do this. My husband... 
needs to learn a few things. Yes. See, she done married this man, the church dude, they withheld sex to the night. And it ain't good. It's been four years of terrible mm-hmm. sex, and she need help. And she trying to show him all these positions and what turned her on. Uh, he's upset about that, too, in the letter. Oh, I didn't mention. He can do half the stuff he told me he was going to do. <laughs> I taught him all I can about positions and what turned me on. But he ain't able to last long enough to try them. Damn, talk. I got a high sex drive, so I end up finishing on my own. So I need him to some help with his inability before this ruin a marriage. And then talk to a doctor or his friends about ways to improve sexually. Now, here the part. He blamed me yeah. for being overly experienced and impatient with him. I was celibate two years before the wedding, and I've suffered through four years of bad sex. This four years, this is horrible. This is horrible. This is the most horrible thing I've ever heard. Matter of fact, this is the most horrible strawberry letter we've ever had. Four years of bad sex. <laughs> this is probably the worst damn strawberry letter we have ever had. Let me mark this. Now, he mad word. at her because she too experienced. See, he don't really, understand. Mm-hmm. See, see, he mad now because you know too much. Mm-hmm. He had sex twice. We ain't got to get into how many times you had it, but he only had it twice. Right. Let's not worry about the number of times you had it. Don't even worry about that. But Stop obviously, you're way more experienced than him, and he upset with it. See, you know too much. Why I got to mm. put my foot on the nightstand and have my knee on the bed? That hurts me. Mm. <laughs> Don't start. Hey, man, what is your punk ass talking about? Just put your damn foot up there and get your knee over here. Don't, that hurts me. Stretch! Before you come in here. This is a workout. <laughs> Toby, in here, you got to put in work, man. Now, listen to me. Let me give you a couple of suggestions. They have a cream for men that he can buy, and mm. he can use the cream, and the cream numbs him so where he don't have to have, it don't happen so fast Oh, detain. Yeah, um, so you got to be careful with strong that with cream. Because that hand, you ain't got no feeling in it because you done put it on with the cream that helps you have no feeling. So you might want to try that. Mm. And just, that's the only suggestion I have for you. All right, Steve, uh, thank you for that. Post your comments <laughs> on today's the Strawberry worst letter, letter we've ever, four years of horrible sex. <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget <laughs> to uh, check out the podcast on demand. Coming up. Jesus. At the top of the hour, J. Anthony Brown has murdered another hit right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Jay is here as usual to murder another hit. What do you have for us today, Jay? Well, I thought surely I would slow it down, let people hear my mellow side of singing because, you know, Mm. no, you have one. Mm -hmm. I do, I do, and and the song says it all. It's it's not the high energy that I always sing. It's the mellow side. You know, uh-huh. like the quiet, kind of like the quiet storm of Jay. Quiet storm. <laughs> the quiet oh, wow. storm quiet of storm. Jay. Jay. <laughs> so you're going to be mellow in the morning with it, Jay? I'm going to be mellow, yeah. but you're going to get inspired by the mellowness. You're going to... You gonna okay. when you hear this when you hear this call, you go, I need to do something today. I need to I'm okay. inspired. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you like mm. what was that? Oh, I'm a mom. That? I'm a mom. Yeah, when you ball, when you ball up both fists, you go, mm. Oh and, uh, Yeah. So play it. Oh, 
on election day There won't be many votes for you It's so impossible Man, we wish you were never born Cause we need your Biden So you got to leave I had no good times, just bad times We will always need someone who cares Everybody can't wait I tell you Donald, yes, it's time for change Yes, we need to change. Yes, it's You gotta go. Yes, it's time for change. Step on out Yes, it's time for change. Step on out your Quiet in the morning. <laughs> and Jay, that's my jam too, man. That's yeah, one of, that's funny. my damn near my favorite <laughs> new edition jam. Yeah, yes. you were Johnny Gill with it yeah. and everything. Johnny Gill, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was that's I was that everybody raw talent, that. Yeah. boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you said jo- Joe Biden won't be perfect. <laughs> yeah. He ain't gonna be perfect, man. No. But we want him, though. Yes, but we, we do. But we need him. We want him. whatever yeah. he got. I don't give a damn what he do. <laughs> His bad is better than what we yeah. have. Anybody's better than that dude we got up in there. Now, anybody. Anybody. That was classic. That was yeah, nice, yeah. Jay. That was Thank nice. You. Yeah, you're right. We are inspired. I'll, no I'll pump it up next week. I have some, you know, all right. But this week I want it to be mellow. <laughs> oh, I already know the Soft subject side. next week. Because you ain't, ain't no way in hell you're going to let this go. Well, oh. no way in hell. He you talking about red table talk? Oh. You know it. You can, get ready for a song about this fool here. I'm gonna have a Summer red table talk. An entanglement song. song next week, Steve. Yes. You know he's working on it already. Uh, this is a story about a boy named Will. You know, I'm gonna do that. I'm going with that. <laughs> Not the theme to Fresh Prince. <laughs> do it. Yeah. I'll do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Wow! Uh, How do you come up with this stuff, Jay? Uh, this if you if you fill your room with smoke, you get inspired, Jill. I don't know how that. <laughs> oh, smoke-filled not. rooms. Okay. Uh, you and Snoop, huh? Yeah, me and Snoop. <laughs> well, it's legal where you are for sure. Uh, all right, Jay. Thank you. Coming up, uh, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Tell Me Something Good. Here's some black girl magic news. Always love this news. After 110 years of aviation, the United States Navy welcomes its first black female tactical jet pilot, U.S. Navy Lieutenant Madeline Swegler. Okay. Nice. I'm sorry. Is that right? Swegel. Madeline Swegel. Mm-hmm. Yes, Madeline Swiegel. Navy U- Lieutenant Madeline Swiegel. Lieutenant Swiegel has earned her wings as a U.S. Navy fighter. And um, 
She will also receive her wings of gold later this month. So congratulations, congratulations wow. to Lieutenant Go ahead, girl. Swiggle. Do also, Do more it. yeah. Oh, more black that, girl magic news. That, Bet Trump won't say a damn thing. No, he won't. <laughs> mm. mm. Of course not. Yeah, we got to say congratulations for Joy Reid. To Joy Reid. Yes. Um, Joy Reid has been tapped to fill First the 7 p.m. Eastern slot on uh, MSNBC. Remember uh, when Chris Matthews left? Well, she's going to take his place. Uh, this move makes her the very first black female anchor in prime time. The readout it, that's Beat the working up, title of Joy's show. It will feature one-on-one conversations with politicians and newsmakers. I think she you'll paid be her on dues, there. Shirley. She paid her dues. On yeah, she yes, did. she did. She's very good. We all yeah, love Joy Reid. Yeah, congratulations, Joy. Black girl sure. magic, Shirley yes. girl. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-hoop. Yeah. J-O-Y. All right, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Don't go anywhere. Trending news 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending animal news, a gorilla got into a nasty, nasty fight with its sibling at a zoo. As a safety precaution, the doctors gave him a coronavirus test. Uh, the gorilla's name oh. is Shang. Yeah, the gorilla's name is Shango. He's a 31, 31-year-old, 433-pound lowland gorilla who lives wow. at the Miami Zoo. And earlier this week, he got into a fight with his brother Barney, uh, <laughs> s- suffering some injuries in the process. Shango was wow. bitten and scratched up. So to be safe, uh, they got him a corona test. Uh, a team of vets put Shango under to do the corona test. As far as the COVID test goes, the hell yeah, they the- put him under. I bet they ain't walking in. Okay, Shango done been in there getting his ass whooped. If you gonna walk in there with a needle, talking about I'm gonna stick this thing up your nose? Yeah, Shango would have wore your ass out. <laughs> but wouldn't you think Shango would have been the tough gorilla with a name like Shango? Yeah, you let like Barney, yeah. you let your brother Barney be. Yeah. Yeah, I need to on. get George to go see about his daddy because he died. Oh, my God. This, this is not good. This uh, is not good at all. As this far as bitch. the COVID test. Barney, he mad, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His brother get the cold-ass name, Shango. Shango. You know, Shango. Barney. Well, I tell you what. Barney fit the whoop Shango ass. And that's <laughs> just what Barney did. Nah, yeah. nah, how about that? Did they get the test results? They got a, a nasal swab. They did a nasal swab. They don't have the test results, but they did give him a test. They did that nasal swab when he was out. Uh-huh, you when he was out. That little, <laughs> you stick that little long, Cotton long swab. Q-tip up a gorilla nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your ass, your ass better be on the other side of that monkey cake. Mm. <laughs> I wish I could do gorilla up, sounds. Hey, you, you can when you get that COVID test. <laughs> you can do a lot when he out. You can do a lot when he knocked out, but you ain't going up in there. Man. But you do a corona test for a gorilla. Gorilla. But that's why Donald Trump say we have so many cases. It's because we do so many tests. <laughs> yeah. And he knows because he talks now. to the other nations. And they're not testing as much as America. Yeah. Man, he's so, this yeah. dude is so wrong ignorant. on so many levels. This just ignorant stuff to say. We I have more, more uh, cases because we do more testing. No, we have more cases because more people got it. Yeah. Damn. And some people still refuse to wear their masks. They do. And social distance as well. And they still going to the club. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. They're still partying. They make him wearing a mask, a political thing instead yep. of a public health crisis. They're making issue. it a racial thing. All yep. of that. Yeah. Yep. A party political thing. Uh huh. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. Hey, Jada, Will, August at the door. You want me to let him in? Oh, in. None of this show. Yes, he is. <laughs> Those are our friends. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and we'll have some. Was him in or what? He at the gate. All right, Steve will have his closing remarks coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. And, uh, wow, it's been quite a Monday. It's a good morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, um, our main message is to please just get ready to vote. That is our main message on this show. Yeah, and my message is don't get tangled up with your <laughs> wife. My message is Christmas lights get tangled up. This is some BS, you <laughs> <laughs> Y'all a mess. <laughs> All right, Steve, but you know, take us on home. the real, uh, you know, this whole Black Lives Matter movement, which is such a powerful statement that's being made right now, I I want this to continue. Uh, very very proud of the young people out there protesting uh, on all levels. I'm very proud of the number of non African Americans who've joined in and and. And are, and are fighting, help helping us fight this cause. Um, and 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 it's and 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 we need this. We actually need this because it's time. You know, we've I'm old enough to have been around for civil rights movement, affirmative action. Uh, I was alive when busing first started. Uh, I was fortunate not to get bust, and the reason I say fortunate was because. I needed to have the total experience that I had. I needed to be totally immersed in my culture because as I went out into the world, I I wasn't swayed very easily. I was very, very true to who I was and I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. We're in a time though in our country where we are dealing with some things from the government that we've never had to deal with before that we that I can say in my lifetime where the leadership is so blatantly and openly divisive in this country. Now, look, I know the game that's been played uh, towards minorities the entire time. I understand. But this the way it's going now, this administration has actually given hate groups, white supremacists, they actually think they have a friend in the White House. They actually feel as though that they have somebody that they can directly identify with. And it has embraced them to a point where they are more vocal, more obvious, more a presence, and more visible, less underground than ever before. Because they feel as though they have their guy in the White House, and they do. And they do because his rhetoric explains it. How are you the president of the United States and you post a video and the first words out of this guy on the golf course mouth is white power? Where does white power come from? Why do you need to say it? You've got everything. What more power do you need? You think when people say black power, 
that they're asking for yours? No. When people are asking for black power, they want black people to be as powerful as you. But you don't want that. So you, so you go against it by screaming white power. Wait a minute, man. Hold up. Power and justice, and I've said this before, it ain't like pie. See, it is not like pie. If you get a slice of pie, if there's one pie and you get a big piece of justice or you get a big piece of equality or you get a big piece of power, then the rest of the pie means it's less for us. Justice and equality ain't pie, partner. It's just justice and equality for all. It's, it's just something that everybody should partake of. But when you are living your life in fear that if I give you that, it will mean less for me. And you have a leadership that makes you feel like if we give them that, it'll be less for us. He's feeding the flames of racism. He's feeding the flames of superiority. And we can't do this no more, man. We can't keep marching for Black Lives Matter and not show them on every level that it matters. So it's my call to everybody out there listening. In November, everybody that listens to this show, you have to make the commitment that no matter what they try to do in terms of voter suppression, no matter how long they try to make the lines, we're going to early vote, and we're going to go down and we're going to vote. And we're not only going to vote, we're going to take five people with us. We're going to make sure that your circle of five closest friends, you make them go to and make them promise and commit to proving and showing on every level that black lives matter. We are going to show them that black lives matter at the polls. 2020 is going to be the year where the black vote shows up and is respected like never before. I want us to show up at the polls like we did in 2008. I want us to show up at the polls like we did in 2012. See, that's when we showed up because we had a reason. We saw someone who looked like us running for the office of president and we showed up. But let me say something to you all. We got to show up just like that, if not bigger, because if you don't vote, what you're saying is, this administration is okay, and we can do four more years of that. And I'm forewarning you, if you think he's done some things now, if you give him four more years, he's going to finish the job. And a lot of that's going to have to do with us. Those are my closing you know. remarks. Ooh, we got that's to go. Wow. That's deep, yeah. man. You know, D-O-T-E. He's on a mission, man. If you think he's done some dirt now, let him think it's his last vote. You ain't seen nothing yet. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 